So here's today's transformational truth. You'll never fulfill your destiny if you change your direction every time you encounter difficulty. Welcome to the Transformational Truth Podcast, where we're committed to eliminating the obstacles that take the joy out of life and leadership. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Transformational Truths. Today, I want to continue a conversation that we started a couple of episodes ago about discovering your God-given purpose. I think this is always an important conversation, but even more so as we're getting ready to wrap up this year and start a brand new one. So here's today's transformational truth. You'll never fulfill your destiny if you change your direction every time you encounter difficulty. Listen, in the pursuit of your purpose, you're going to encounter resistance. Absolutely. It's vital that you understand this ahead of time, or else here's what you're going to do. You're going to run the risk of misinterpreting that resistance as God saying no, or, or this must not be God's will for my life, or this must be the wrong path. And you'll begin doubting that you heard God right in the first place, right? You'll be tempted to turn back. The fact of the matter is, if you're going to pursue and fulfill your God-given purpose, you're going to regularly encounter resistance. So here's what I want to do. I want to talk to you about the seven biggest obstacles that will try to keep you from walking in your purpose. All right, let's get started. Number one, hands down, the biggest obstacle, fear. Fear has a way of making average look attractive. I mean, for every step you take towards your purpose, fear is going to be right there in front of you trying to push you backwards. Okay, it's going to tempt you to settle for something less than you were created for. And that's why you've got to decide on the front end that you're going to go after your purpose despite feeling fear. Because this is what I want you to know about fear. Fear is a liar, an absolute liar. And if you wait for fear to subside before you make up your mind that you're going to pursue your purpose, then you will never pursue your purpose because fear is just always going to be there. And listen, the pursuit of your purpose is going to require some courage. At times, walking in your purpose will demand that you take risks. It'll require you to do not only things you've never done before, but things you've never seen done before. Maybe, maybe things your family has never done before. But here's good news. In Isaiah chapter 41 and verse 10, God said, Fear not, for I am with you. Don't be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Wow, what a promise. Listen, you will feel fear as you pursue your purpose, but the God that is for you is greater than the fear coming against you. All right, that's number one. The second obstacle you're going to run into if you're serious about pursuing your purpose is lack. Oh my goodness. It's amazing, isn't it? Lack can be very intimidating. I mean, it seems like as soon as you discover your purpose, you know what else you discover? You don't have everything you need to accomplish it. Okay? I mean, and you'll be tempted to look at the money you don't have, the time you don't have, uh, the family support you don't have. Maybe it's the experience or the lack of education, whatever it is. Before you know it, you're going to get so focused on what's missing that if you're not careful, you'll miss what you do have. 
you have the will of God in your corner. You have the promises of God. You have this gift inside of you. You have potential that God's placed inside of you. You have talents that God placed inside of you. And listen, in order to overcome the intimidation that lack will use to try to keep you from walking in your purpose, you've got to decide that you are going to walk by faith. Okay. Hebrews 11 and verse 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence, evidence of things that you cannot see. And when it comes to the promises of God, faith always trumps facts. Let me say that again. Faith, your faith, always trumps facts. What God has said is greater than the lack that you see. Okay. The truth is, there will never be enough time, there will never be enough money for you to start pursuing your purpose. That's, that's the truth. But discovering your purpose isn't about the what. It's about the who. Because the same one who created you for a purpose will also give you what you need to fulfill that purpose. Okay? Wherever God gives vision, I'm convinced of it, he supplies provision. So refuse to let what you don't see keep you from becoming who God said you can be. All right, let's go on to number three. Number three, the third thing, the obstacle that will attempt to keep us from pursuing our purpose is a limited mindset. I mean, sometimes the limit on our lives were placed there by our own, you know, small thinking, or what I call a limited mindset. Because here's the fact, sometimes we catch a glimpse of our purpose, but it's so impactful, you know, it's so significant, or it feels so big, that we dismiss it as nothing more than a daydream or it's just, you know, just a fleeting fantasy. When in reality, God is giving you a snapshot of your destiny, okay, but it's being choked out by small thinking. John Maxwell said, if you change your thinking, you can change your life, all right? Uh, I love what Bishop T.D. Jake said. He said, the way a man sees himself will determine the demands he places on himself. And of course, Proverbs 23, 7 says it best, right? As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. If you think small thoughts, you'll dream small dreams. Sometimes the reason we experience so little is because we expect so little. And God, your Father, created you not with a scarcity mindset, but rather with an abundance mindset because God has more than enough. Okay, so in order to walk in your purpose, you may have to make up your mind to change your stinking thinking. I mean, when God wanted to explain to Abraham how he was going to bless him, he took Abraham, or he told Abraham, rather, to look up into the sky and count the stars, right? What was God doing? He was expanding Abraham's thinking. He said, Abraham, I want you to think bigger. Look up. Can you count the stars? He said, well, no, I can't count the stars. That's how many descendants you're going to have. I need you to get out of this small tent thinking. You're in your tent. Get out of the tent and think bigger. Okay, here's why. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. It says, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Listen, the promise maker is the promise keeper. It's going to be his power. It's going to be his wisdom. It's going to be his ability working through you that enables your purpose to come to pass. So listen, stop disqualifying yourself, okay? Stop telling yourself why you can't fulfill your God-given purpose. Don't let yourself dream any more small dreams. Why can't you be the one? to start your own business? Why can't you have your own, I don't know, law firm or a recording studio? Why can't you go back to school and finish your degree? Okay, why can't you start a nonprofit? Someone's got to do it. Why not you? Who said it can't be you? Okay, I want you to start thinking bigger. Number four, 
limited exposure. This is a big one. I teach, man, I teach leaders. I teach my kids as my family. You, this, you hear this language in my family all the time. Okay, it's called the law of exposure. Um, limited exposure will absolutely shrink your vision for life and try to discourage you from pursuing your purpose. Be- because doing what you've always done may create a sense of security, but it stunts your growth and it will prevent you from achieving your destiny. Okay. It's hard to be what you cannot see because we tend to rise, watch this, we tend to rise to the level of purpose that we've been exposed to. All right. Oftentimes, the reason we struggle to get revelation about our purpose is because we're trying to get a new revelation in the same old comfortable environment. These old environments that don't challenge you to grow, that don't, that don't expose you to the possibility of, of what could be. You will rise not to the level of your aspiration. You will rise to the level of your exposure. And if you don't understand the value of those environments, then here's what's going to happen. When you do get in one, you'll be tempted to retreat to something that's more comfortable and more familiar. You know, it'll feel intimidating. It'll feel like, you know, you'll feel like a fish out of water. That's okay. That's okay. You, you know, you haven't gotten into a room where, you, where your vision can be stretched or your uh, concept of purpose can be stretched to capacity until you're in a room where you're, you're almost afraid to speak up. <laughs> uh, listen, Maybe you just haven't had mentors or pastors or coaches or teachers or, I don't know, family members to speak life and vision into your life or or to show you what the pursuit of purpose looks like. That's okay. That's okay. But you know what? You can find them. The first thing Jesus did when he called his disciples was to call them out of familiar environments. All right. This is why you're here right now listening to this podcast. You're exposing yourself right now to new things. You're allowing yourself to be challenged. You are on the right path. Wow. But you need to keep exposing yourself to new experiences, right? You need to keep exposing yourself to new relationships that are going to challenge you to become the best version of you you can become. All right. That was number four. The fifth obstacle that I see hold people back and prevent people from pursuing and walking in their God-given purpose is unforgiveness. Now, I can already hear it. Man, what what does forgiveness or unforgiveness have anything to do with my purpose? Man, this is a big one. Dead dreams often come from painful places. Yep. And some of us are being held captive to the pain of our past, okay? Ironically, the pain we refuse to release is the very thing that holds you back, okay? You can't move forward if you're always looking backwards. If you're serious about walking in your purpose, you have to make up your mind that you refuse to spend the rest of your life being a victim. That doesn't mean that the people that intentionally hurt you are excused. That doesn't, that doesn't alleviate them from their actions against you. But you know what? Listen, it, you forgiving the people that hurt you doesn't release them from their responsibility, but it does release you from the pain of that moment. Okay. Okay. You've got to decide. I'm not going to let my old pain hold me captive to my past. Uh, it's been said that refusing to forgive someone is like drinking poison and then wishing the other person would die. All right. We all know it just doesn't work that way. Forgiveness is a gift that you give yourself. I love Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1. It says, lay aside every weight, every weight, every weight that's holding you back, every weight that's that's preventing you from running your race, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. 
Unforgiveness is too heavy of a burden to bear. So if you're serious about pursuing your purpose, you need to get serious about forgiving whoever it is that hurts you so that you can just move forward. Your purpose is far too great to let your past keep you from your future. Let's move on. Number six, number six. The sixth obstacle that will attempt to prevent you from pursuing your purpose is toxic relationships. Now, let me say something on the front end here. This, this terminology, toxic relationships, I do believe that there are some relationships that are, are emotionally dangerous or emotionally toxic. I really do. I, I, think, um, I think even scripture points this out. But I also want to say that sometimes we, we use this label a little too quickly. Okay. Uh, people that only tell you what you want to hear and not what you need to hear. That's not a toxic relationship. That's a friend. Okay. I think uh, uh, in the scripture, it says um, that you can trust the wounds of a friend, but an enemy multiplies kisses. So an enemy will only ever tell you what you want to hear. Uh, but somebody that loves and cares about you sometimes in love will tell you sometimes what you need to hear. All right. So let me just say that on the front end. I think we can overuse this label sometimes. But that being said, there is such a thing as toxic relationships. I mean, there's nothing more painful than watching purpose perish on the altar of toxic relationships. I've seen it happen more times than I care to recall. And this can be really, really difficult because oftentimes the enemy will attempt to use our own love for people to keep us from moving forward, right? But 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33 says, do not be deceived, bad company corrupts good morals. Many times people who aren't willing to move forward with their own life or take steps of faith to pursue their own purpose often don't want you to move forward either. Let me say that again, all right? Oftentimes, people who, who who don't want to step out of their comfort zone, oftentimes people who don't want to move forward and pursue what God created them for, they won't want you to move forward either. It feels intimidating. It plays on our insecurities. And while, while listen, God loves that person. God has a plan for all people, right? Right? But not all people are a part of his plan for your life. So if you're serious about the pursuit of your purpose, it may, it may require you to prayerfully establish some God-honoring relational boundaries in regard to some unhealthy relationships in your life, okay? Listen, he who wins the race cannot always run with the pack. Uh, you, you've got to make sure that the people around you are life-giving, that you're, you're moving in the same direction. How can two walk together lest they agree? And listen to me, this is a painful truth I'm about to share with you. And I have a deeper appreciation for this truth sitting here recording this today than I did ever before at any moment of my life because I've experienced this. Not everyone who started with you is going to finish with you. They're not. They're not. And the fact of the matter is, you know what? Some of you are waiting to move forward because you're waiting for that other person to move forward with you. But the fact of the matter is, is they're never going to move forward with you. And all you're doing is delaying your own destiny. Okay. When it comes to friends or, or boyfriends or girlfriends or business partners, listen, don't let a fear of, of being alone trap you into keeping unhealthy relationships around you. In fact, sometimes, you know what I found out? Sometimes before God can bring the right people we first have to be willing to let go of the wrong people. I, I, listen to me. God loves everybody, and we should love them too. But that doesn't mean they're a part of His will for your life or your team or your ministry or your company. Okay, Because if you're willing to do what others aren't willing to do, you'll get to go where others wish they could go. Mm. 
Number seven. Last but not least, okay. Number seven, the last obstacle that will often try to prevent you from walking in your purpose is indecision. Yeah. The only thing more dangerous than making the wrong decision is making no decision at all. <laughs> Every time I see a dead squirrel in the middle of the road, I'm reminded of the dangers of indecision, right? That squirrel, which way do I go? This way, this way, this way, this way. Uh, listen to me. Often it's because we're afraid of making the wrong decisions or, or the fear of missing out on something else that we just won't make any decision at all. Okay, we're kind of hoping another opportunity come later. So we just, we just won't make a choice. But, but the truth is that indecision is like purpose paralysis. You're just stuck. The rest of the world's moving forward and you're falling behind and you're losing time. Oh my goodness, listen. If you wait for every unanswered question to be answered before you take a step of faith, you'll never take that step of faith. Okay, I love what Ecclesiastes says. Ecclesiastes 11 verse 4. This is the New Living Translation. It says, farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. If they watch every cloud, they never harvest. Okay, your circumstances do not need to be perfect for you to pursue your purpose. You just have to be willing to step out of the boat, okay, you, you, <laughs> and walk on that water. You, you have to be willing to trust that Jesus is going to meet you out there in that scary place on the water. This is vital. All right. Listen to me. Your purpose absolutely matters. Your passion, your purpose, your skills, your gifts, your talents, you are the solution to a problem. And if you truly want to live out of a sense of fulfillment, you truly want to make a difference and impact the world around you, then it's time for you to become that solution to the problem. Okay, you walking in your God-given purpose will produce this incredible sense of fulfillment. Remember this, purpose is not what you give back to God. Purpose is God's gift to you. Purpose is God's gift to you. You walking out of that gives you a sense of incredible life-given fulfillment. And God did not create you to be average. In fact, he didn't even create you for success. He created you for something much more important than that. He created you for significance. So don't let any of these obstacles stand between you and your purpose. Let's recap today's transformational truth. You'll never fulfill your destiny if you change your direction every time you encounter difficulty. If transformational truths has been helpful to you, please do me a favor. Uh, go over, write us a quick review, and let us know that transformational truths is making a difference because I want to help you restore the joy to your life and your leadership. I'll see you next time. Thank you.